Another teacher joining us is Garrick Wilhelm, who has been in the tech industry for 15 years and has taught for two years. Okay, all right, so my first question is, have you seen a student or know someone that has tried to turn in work that was generated by ChatGPT? There's definitely been work that we suspected, but then it's nearly impossible for you to go and check by putting that information into anything and coming out with the same output. Because even if you put the same terms in at one time, you're going to get something out at a different time, different out at a different time. So it's it's difficult to, to um, have like a definitive check. But we know when work isn't the student's voice, when it's outside their normal vocabulary, when it's um, it's outside the knowledge spectrum of what we're learning. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. Have you witnessed or do you have any experience like with teachers themselves using ChatGPT for, say, like lesson planning or anything that goes on in the classroom? Yeah, so absolutely. And that I used it quite frequently. Um, when I have a topic that I want to talk about, it's easy for me to go and get an outline of things I should be including by just asking ChatGPT for an outline. Um, I have a student who had a discipline issue. Um, and I'm trying to be careful about what I say here, but it's um, he was making specific threats to other students. And he was asked as part of that discipline plan to, to do a speech, which we were already doing in class, but on the topic of the effect of those threats. Oh, and so I provided him an outline, which I created through Jet Chat GPT and gave him the sources. And so then he was able to then take that information and write his own speech from the outline and sources that I provided for him. Okay, great. So my next question is, is is ChatGPT going to be a problem for teachers going forward? Um, yes, because teachers face lots of problems every day. <laughs> um, yeah, um, plagiarism is a problem. So at the university, we have turned it in and it checks their work against every other piece of work and everything on the internet. And it gives us a score. Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Google Translate was a threat to Spanish classes, and we worked around that. It's is it a problem? Yes. Is it a problem we can't face? No, not at all. It's something we can easily work with, and I think it has many valuable uses also in the classroom. Okay. So, are you yourself? Are you a fan of AI or Chat GPT? Are you a fan? Or are you against it? I'm not against it. Um, I it's it's still I think out to be seen what its best uses are. Um, the output we get is not, I, I think, ideal or excellent, mm -hmm. certainly not even a replacement for anything right now. Um, there is a website, um, Character AI, that I really enjoy using with students to teach character development. And so they can write a description of a character, and it will create that actual person in the animated form, and you can talk to them for days on end about who they are and what their life is, and you they really learned that I can develop a character in this way as they see it develop on the screen by talking to it. So AI has, I think, some very novel uses we haven't even discovered yet that really can be extremely valuable. Okay. So from your knowledge, just from or just from what you hear, what you hear about other teachers or districts, what are teachers doing to prepare for it? Is there anything that's been talked about in meetings or anything that you know of? Um, the biggest thing I've heard is just uh, teachers trying to share ways of identifying when students are using that. Um, there have maybe been a few conversations about people that found useful purposes for it, but uh, mostly it's like it's either 
teachers grappling with identifying work that may be, I say plagiarized. So it's interesting that this sits in a gray area where the output of AI is considered the owned by the person who generated it. Yeah. But it's not their work. And so it's still plagiarism, but they own the copyright to it, apparently, kind of. Yeah. So it's, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, certainly it's a gray area and it has presents some issues, but um, most of it is just on how do we identify this work and, and how do we know that the student isn't doing their, their best effort. Okay. All right. So, and just, I know the, now this one is hard because I know it, it, it's hard to predict where we're at and how, when, what's, what the future will hold, but how early are we in the stages of AI? Well, so what we're looking at right now is actually generative AI. AI has been around for a long time in various okay. forms. Log, most logarithms are, are basically AI. So um, we're not in the infant stages of this at all. It's it's just starting to mature. Maybe we're like 21 years old in, in, in the AI world. There's a lot of maturity to go. There's a lot of, of development to go. Um, and maybe it's just never not a part of us. Really, it, almost since the beginning of computers, it's been a part of us. So um, will it ever gain consciousness and become something of threat to the humanity? No, I don't think so ever. So Okay. All right. So also now from your experience, just from what you've seen, um, how can you tell that something was generated by AI or ChatGPT, like just by looking at it? What is something that you kind of look for that stands out that says, this was probably Jet Chat GPT. Uh, the biggest thing is knowing the student. I mean, at, at, at least in high school, we spend our lives with these kids. I mean, we are everything to them. They are teachers and counselors and social workers and on and so on and so forth. So I know that student. I know what how they write and what they say. And if suddenly it's more formal or if it's not their normal vocabulary or their way of writing or the, their, even their cadence or the, the length of sentences, all of these things come into factors like a style that student has. Yeah. And if suddenly that style's different, it's noticeable. And I, I don't think it's difficult even to tell when a student's doing something, you know, turning something that's not theirs. Yeah. Um, we still have, I mean, I have students that copy each other's papers all the time just not in the exact words. So they'll take some another student's paper and change the words around. So it's the exact same sentence structure and exact same idea, but it's in the different words just so that it's not plagiarized. But, <laughs> so is it, it's, it's fairly easy to tell when that's happening. So it's not, not difficult to tell when GPT is involved. Okay. All right. And uh, the last question is, what do you think someone should know before they think about using chat GPT for assignment? The biggest thing you need to know is that you have to verify and and source all that information. So, one, if you're going to turn in any information, you got to provide a source. It's got to be a credible source, and it's got to be something that's academic generally. That's not ChatGPT because a lot of what – sometimes you get stuff out that's actually completely off the wall and doesn't make sense, mm -hmm. or it's completely incorrect. So you have to be able to fact-check that entire thing. And know that it's all correct, and that you have a source for it, you might as well just done the work yourself. So it becomes because yeah. this why I even try. Yeah. It's great for getting the ideas or to know a structure of ideas that I could put together. It's not good. I, I and I know the fears in Hollywood of it replacing writers and actors, but um we're not there anywhere near there right now. It's not 
it, it does not produce good writing. It doesn't produce. I, I don't think the work that comes out of it is valuable. It's just good starting framework. Okay. 